Welcome to Rudy Radio with Russ. I sewed each one of those sequins on there one at a time. I didn't have a sewing machine then. You know, it seemed like a cool, hip thing to do. If I may use those words. Darcy. Let's set the scene, though. Um, it's not the 80s. You know, those eight-year-old hangovers, they're the worst. You know, they get better with age. Nonsense. Home sweet home, oh. Oh, 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 oh. She found me in the kitchen, so she told me. Butt naked. How long have you been sitting on that one? Rudy Radio, 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 Radio. Oh, my stars! It's Rudy Radio, episode 42. In Montreal, here I am, this 42-year-old, saying, greetings. I can't do this alone, so... (laughs) Who the hell are you, anyway? I'll tell you who I am. This is Darcy in Toronto. I didn't tell anyone. I'm Russell. Hey, hey, people. So that's what happens when you're 42. And it is, it's this 42, right? Which in 42, we, we know, is the, the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. Yeah, I think shit has lined up. I hope it doesn't mean I'm really 84, but no, I guess it doesn't. But hey, people, welcome. Welcome indeed. I'm glad you're with us because we enjoy being with you. And uh, how are you feeling, Russ? You sound a little <laughs> under the weather. You sort of sound like I did last week. Did you by any chance catch my cold? Darcy, I late you. <laughs> okay. The word hate is very strong, and I rarely use it. So I thought I'd combine it with love. Okay. I late you, I hove you, because you warned me, you know, about it. But whatever you had going around down there in Toronto, it's fierce. I'm thinking, okay, Carsey said, Carsey, <laughs> so you're married. It's like, <laughs> 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 while you while you recover there, let me just uh, thank Shelley for the uh, suggestion that this episode would be the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything, which, of course, is from The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. All right, are you back on your feet there? What happened? <laughs> I guess not. I'll just rip some more. I'm um, so sorry. So tonight I was we we're a little late uh, getting to record because uh, I heard a ton of sirens outside. Should I just mute your microphone? And no, I'm sorry. Uh, I try to get control. Okay, <laughs> I didn't mean to say that, Darcy. That's that's we'll, we'll funny. Get back to you in a second. So I heard all of these these sirens outside, and so I went on Twitter because I follow the the <coughs> on Twitter. Oh. Okay. Bless All right, you. I'm back. And uh, so I had to wander outside and see what was going on because I went on Twitter and it said it was like two streets over. And as soon as I walked outside, I could smell the smoke and oh. went down. I had never seen so many fire trucks ever. Really? Maybe I'll put a picture in the show notes. I took a bunch yeah, of how big is? Oh, wow. How big is the fire? Well, it looked like it was just one unit. It was in an apartment building, but four, like in the fourth floor. And they had like a ladder truck up to the balcony and they were like, oh. there was water coming going into the place and looked like water coming out of the place so uh there are ambulances on you know around but it didn't look like anyone was coming out so i hopefully everyone was okay i'm hoping everyone was okay did you know your neighbors your neighbors are flaming there's a parade for that (laughs) hey let me just ask you this can you hear my wife blowing her nose in the background no, she's not. She's, is she sick again? She's not sick again. Scarcity not feeling well. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's oh, you find that funny, well. you know? It's just ridiculous. <laughs> sorry, I, I mean, I didn't mean to say it. You're a great couple. That's what I'm, I guess I you know, was saying subliminally. Kari and Darcy. Kari, yes. yeah, Kari told me that she was uh, 
You know, you warned me that she wasn't feeling well. But when I was there, I mean, she seemed like she was in perfect health. And then you got sick and kicked me out, and <laughs> and then I yeah. came home, and then I got sick. And it's been since last Wednesday or so that uh, that I've been hit <clears throat> hit with this. The worst, I think, is over. The Saturday and the, the Sunday were just brutal. Yeah. I missed the first part of Coronation Street. Oh no, I did. I was that sick. I couldn't. I couldn't do anything. So Russell, okay. Go into the get out of bed. I slept in my bed. I go into the living room and turn on the PVR to record it. We should and mention that you sleeping in your bed is is uh, a rarity because you often just fall asleep <laughs> on your couch. Yeah, I don't think I deserve my bed. It's just some weird psych thing going on. I've got two. I have two of them. I have two beds and a sofa. Mm-hmm. God, the sofa's like, yes. winning that contest. Totally, totally. And I mean, I was on. My, I slept in my bed last night too. I know what my problem is, but yeah, I kind of make all kinds of stupid excuses about, oh, I can't sleep in my bed because it's so full of laundry. If I want to sleep in my bed, I have to fold it the laundry. Well, Jesus, Russell, of course. You got, you built all, you put all those shelves in the closet <laughs> to hold the laundry. <laughs> <clears throat> Jeez, you know, it's just kind of crazy. So, yeah, so yeah, I slept in my bed last night, and the Spock and Data joined me. Worf, uh, Worf did not, but. Uh, that's okay. I understand her Klingon ways. So I'm going to guess that you've been um, taking some time off from the 100pushups.com program. I haven't done push-ups. I uh, haven't done any push-ups since I was at your place. I am behind one, two, like, well, one, two, Friday. I'm like behind five, five things. Well, t- <laughs> today was the first day I did any push-ups again as well. I did. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't I feel th- so bad. I did day three of, of week three, so I sort of like stepped myself back a bit. And I'm going to repeat week four because, uh, yeah. I'm amazed. The week four is bitching. I think I should start all over again because I'm just not working. <laughs> start all over again. You're not that That's far behind. 20, push, or 20 push-ups. You know, but mind you, you know, you, I'm, you know what? Ever since that we experience, I mean, I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed the golf. I enjoyed, uh, what was it, the bowling. Mm-hmm. Bowling is the, my first we experience. But I hated the scale. Because I have a scale in my own bathroom. The we and that's board. Well, that, what? It, it, it talks to you. It gives you some attitude sometimes. And actually, it was asking uh, where you were. It, it gives it you worse you. than attitude. It gives you pounds. Well, it was, it was wondering where you were. It was missing you. When oh. I get on it, it said, uh, we haven't seen Russ in, in almost a week. What's going on? I don't want to hear that because I'm still angry with that board. <laughs> Why is that, Russ? You think this is funny because you're a big guy. I'm not saying you're fat, but I mean you're a big guy. You have a, like what your shoulder width. You're you're you've, you're girthy. Girthy. You know what I mean? Nice. My your weight on my body would not be good because okay. my bones are small. Your big bone. That's the word. You know, you're big boned. How well, broad are your shoulders? I don't know. What how size? Bro- what's up when you put you're buying a suit? What's the suit jacket? You know, <laughs> the last suit I bought was like uh, maybe eight years ago, and I don't remember. <laughs> Okay, um, fine. But yeah, Any, no, but not, yeah, I know what you mean. Like the Wii Fit you're, board can be some kind, sometimes like really blunt. Like it doesn't tell me, pressure. hey, you're girthy. I get on it and it says, no. oh, that's obese. <laughs> yes, it's very rude. <laughs> it's very rude. What did it but tell I mean, you, Russ? I have my own scale. Let me start by saying that I have a scale I've had for years. I got from my great uncle, Ruffy. God bless his soul. 
And it says, and I mean, I've been weighing myself on it for years. No problem, because I had an idea what I weighed before I got the scale. I step on this thing. It tells me, oh, 190 was the highest it peaked. Mm-hmm. And I stepped on it. You know, okay. I usually, I've been, I've been bouncing back and forth between droppings and, you know, stepping on the scale. I'm like 80, 185 to 190. So Lottie Tutita, I'm off to Toronto, you and your fabulous city and your wee scales and shit. And I'm stepping on this thing and it told me I weighed two hundred pounds actually two hundred and three pounds. Indeed. I'm not happy with that, so I said, Yeah, I have some words for you, Mr. Wee. I'll go buy my own damn scale, a new one, and I got a digital scale. Oh, I'd like to have my fifteen dollars <laughs> back. <laughs> That's all I can say. Did I'd you like actually my- go buy another scale? I bought a Starfrit scale. It's glass. You have a glass plate and it's digital. Yeah. I dare right I bought a scale. It was on sale at Canadian Tire for fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> I went there looking for cat food in case they had some special on it that they didn't have here in, in Montreal. And I just pick up and say, Look what I brought you, my honeys, to my cats. Like they'd care. They don't they don't only care when I make that sound that you know, when the can's open you know, the can opens and other ears perk up and they know it's food time. But I left there with a the scale because there was no sale on the cat food. So I left there with the scale and uh, FM transmitter so I can listen to my iPod while I'm driving my car. Oh, well and done. I'm, well, yeah. Oh, that's, that when you works. Dis- that's when you discovered if you have the, uh, the fuse for the, uh, yeah, the, the fuse cigarette lighter. <laughs> that's right. The fuse in the cigarette lighter is blown, so I couldn't use it. That doesn't cost so, much, and they sell that, those at I uh, have the Kenyan fuses, but I, Yeah, I have the fuses in my car, but I couldn't what? find the fuse box because in that car there are three. So what I needed was the manual, and the manual's not in the car. Right now I have the manual, and the manual's on the coffee table. But it didn't help me on my way back from Toronto. So with my eleven ninety nine uh, digital transmitter, I couldn't listen to my uh, to the iPod. But hey, I, uh, I, 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 I brought CDs along with me. I brought CDs along because when I left here, I didn't have the transmitter. So I thought, okay, I'm going to Toronto. I might as well jam and rock. You know, on my way there, and uh, so I took some CDs with me. So I just listened to them on the way back. So I had music. All right. So what are you saying about the scale? This this scale sort of. Um... I was hoping we would have talked right over that. But <laughs> thank you for bringing me back to that now, trauma. This the, the scale. scale was this made in Japan as well? Is this like some kind of Japanese conspiracy? You think? Well, it's Taiwan. I mean, it's probably made from the place they get the dollar store items. But let me just look at it. This is Auto On Caution Slippery One Wet because it's glass. Starfoot passed. Oh, hey, there's a sticker on it saying passed. According to Inspector Number One. <laughs> what does Inspector Number One think you weigh then? Well, I'm going to step on it right now. But All right, here we I'm go. I'm telling you. It says max 150 kilograms, 330 pounds. Oh, no problem. I haven't gone that far. Oh, I think your, your problem with your other scale, the old scale, was that the max was 190 pounds. You never thought Don't you'd make fun that of that scale because there. the numbers go up higher, mister. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers are higher than that. Okay, according to this, I weigh 201. Oh, my God. 201.6 pounds. So there we go. Oh. We fit oh. vindicated. Oh, I don't like that one bit. Oh my gosh, that's so awful. And I mean, I I, I knew there was some because I mean I stepped on it before, I, but I mean I'm less I'm less actually I'm more now. I think uh, the last time I stepped on it, why the scales in my living room I don't know, but uh, it's two hundred <laughs> pounds. Oh, oh, you know what that means? 
means you start doing push-ups again. No, it means I'm fat. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're fat. I saw Dirty. you. I, you're not fat. You know what? I was sitting here, you know, because I'm sick, I'm sitting there. And, you know, I don't mean to bring this up, but there's a roll in my stomach and where my pubic region begins. I stood up, you know, and I put my hand on my stomach because I wasn't feeling any. I wasn't feeling well. Yeah. And it was wet. There's sweat. I have a roll. I have rolls. And sweat <laughs> is accumulating in between them because air isn't getting in. That's fat. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying this. I've never had this before. Yeah, well, welcome to the club. Yeah, thanks. Do you get, you get sweat between your rolls? Sure. Do you have rolls? I have a roll, I suppose, at the, at the, at the, at the belt line. Yeah, okay, the pubic region. If, if, I, if I lean over, yeah, I'll, I'll roll. Yeah, I mean, uh, my belts, none of my belts are working very well. And I mean, I didn't realize it because I thought I weighed 190 pounds. You know, I'm thinking, well, that's okay for my height. You kept thinking all these, what's with these belts? They keep shrinking. These stupid dollar store belts shrink. They weren't dollar (laughs) store. They were like the $10 store. And I mean, I didn't even think anything of it. I just, you know, subconsciously sucked my gut in and yanked on the mothers. Oh, I thought you were just adding holes. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. No. Ah! There's the answer. I could have just added a hole and I wouldn't well well I don't want to add any holes, but one hole's enough. Alright, well, come with six holes. Ba doom boom. But yeah, I I gotta I gotta do something, but I need a fat burner. I've been on my bicycle. Good. Uh my real yeah, bike well, or, or stationary bike? It's a stationary bike, but I mean I've been on it and I mean I think I've driven a hundred meters. Because it's got a digital uh, an LED uh, display, and I think I've driven 100 meters. 100 meters. So that'll get you, like, to, if you're on a real bike, to the Adonis uh, grocery store. Yeah, not into the store, but yeah. You know, yeah. But, I mean, I, I know I'll do more, but I've been sick the last week, so. I know. it's It sucks to try and do anything active when you're you're sick. Like, I... I yeah. I, my sinuses were so inflamed. Like, I could breathe through them, but they hurt so much that if I was to go down to like a push-up stance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Stance is the wrong word because I'm laying down. But anyway, it felt like my head was going to explode. Like I would just I know. hemorrhage out my sinus cavity or something. Oh, between the sneezing and the coughing. Yeah, well, no, between, I understand between the sneezing and the coughing, my head was throbbing. Mm-hmm. I would have been happy if my head had exploded just to relieve the pressure. <laughs> you know, right. the the runny nose and all that stuff in the middle of the night, it's it's not running out and it dries in there. And you can't breathe, and you touch your nose, and it, this, it's awful sensitive, and your nose has become encrusted with big boogers over the night. That's just awful. That's awful. All right. You know, I, I, okay, we've the we've big, crossed the, into too much information land. I think. Well, I mean, you know, the cold. Okay, common cold. I mean, it's been with us forever. But Jesus, That's you know, there's no common. cold. That's right. And there's no cure for all that shit. But geez, you know, when you have the uncommon, the uncommon cold, when you have the common cold, <laughs> why can't you just be sick and be, be done with it? Why does that have to change your voice and all that shit too? So you sound like a freak. And everybody knows. I mean, come on, you eating away at me, fine. But geez, let me have my voice. <laughs> you know, you don't have to make me sound all cracky and shit. I don't. I'm not a crack man. Thank you very much. You don't sound yourself. Speaking of crack. Speaking of crack? That's I've a segue? Wow, go, go well, right I've ahead. Enjoyed, no, I'm stepping I've back. Enjoyed, go ahead. Well, I enjoyed some crackers. I ate some crackers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not, I, I told you, I'm not a crack man. I had some crackers. Okay. So what's, how's the fire? 
I don't Are know. you still I, hearing I, sirens? I have the news on on mute, and they haven't shown anything yet. Although when I got there, the guys mm-hmm. from um, from City Pulse, um, I think you get that. You get CP24 with your satellite, even though you're. <coughs> I do. I think you get the, the local d- Toronto. And so the I guy, just, guy just showed up with a camera, and he's running around. And uh, so, of course, there's a bunch of kids around. And one okay. kid comes running over. Am I on the news? I saw everything. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the no, whole this, thing. <laughs> this is terrible. If that is what – if you are you making fun of him? Have you added anything to that? Or that's your best imitation of him with no exaggeration? Why? Uh, I'm just going to – you have to ask that question. No, that's how he's handed. Okay, it was a black boy. No, I don't <laughs> was think it, it was. It was. It was Caucasian. Well, no, it was Latin. Um, it wasn't know, a white man. Eastern European, I'm going to say. Oh, okay, I knew it had to be something with some color. Really, Eastern European? Yeah, just by the way you said that. See, when I was working telemarketing, <clears throat> yeah, even when I call customer service at Bell and shit, I know when I'm talking to a homie. Really. There's something, yeah, I know a black woman's voice when I hear it. There's just something about it. I can close my eyes and I'm telling you, you know what? We can do a test next week, follow up. You can do some recordings, black or white. We'll call the segment and you can, I'll tell you, oh, that's a black woman speaking. Okay, you are on. That might take yeah. a little extra work on You'd my have part, to, but I may, you actually, would ha- I may actually give you this little um, oral uh, taste test. <laughs> and by oral, it's A-U. Not O R A L. Damn, you made the show dirty. <laughs> oh my God! Come on, you're married. <laughs> okay, an oral, oral, U R A L. Uh, sure. I am sure I'm gonna shock the shit out of you because there's not many people that you know that uh, that are black men that sound like me. You know, people didn't know that have to see a picture. So wow, man, like the I can't believe you was a black dude. But now, you know? so you'd be the exception to your own test then. If I was to give that's you a right. recording of your own voice, you wouldn't I know. would know my, I would say, oh, that's just a fruit. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's bad. Not, that's not close enough. It has to be black or white. You know, that's what the game I, is. I, yeah. you, well, you can try that. You can stick it in there anywhere you want to. <laughs> yeah, try it. Try and follow me up. <laughs> Prepare to be amazed. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely do that. You shouldn't have said anything, actually, because now I'll expect it. Now listen close. <laughs> but you do it. Please, yeah, stick it right in there and see. But do it even twice. You know, me, black, white, me. <laughs> I'll say gray. That's what I'll say. Whenever I say gray, it's me no, or no, Burton. No, no, you can't, no. You can't, you can't cop <laughs> out like that. Well, you hear what I just said? I said it's me or Burton Ketty. Oh, <laughs> hey, it's terrible. He's probably Burton. listening to this. Yeah, well, I hope he is listening to this, Burton. I'm just giving you a hard time. I was just thinking of you and Carla today, and I just thought, hey, I'd mention you. Because you're cool people. You're great peeps, as a matter of fact. So that's why I said that. Burton, you black man. I can tell by looking at you. (laughs) Everything is a joke to you. Uh, (laughs) Not everything. Just everything you say. Um, Oh, well, hey, is that good or bad? I know everything. I'd like you to take me. Well, I'd like you to take me seriously sometimes. I have some good things to say. Yeah, no, you have great things to say. Whether or not I take them seriously is another matter. Um, we've got, uh, you know, about 10 minutes left. Um, I'm not sure how long this segment's going to last. You have. What I just uh, heard. Sorry? I can't believe what I just heard. Really? How about this? Uh, 
Oh, sorry. I just had to just got back from the bathroom. Apparently, I still have more work to do. All right. Yeah, court reporter. Well, I was in court yesterday. You were in court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, it was December twelfth, two thousand and seven. Sorry. Whoa, whoa, wait. Stop. You said two thousand and seven. Yes. Well, not. Well, that wasn't yesterday. Yesterday was April nineteenth, two thousand and ten. Are you with us? Yeah, so far. But you, you're saying that this is something you had that occurred. This three is where the story ago? starts. That's right. It was December tenth, two thousand and twelve. December. Look now, I get the dates on it. December twelfth, two thousand and seven. <laughs> Man, I could Thanks, break you. Darcy. If you were on the stand, I could break you down. No problem. <laughs> this whole thing has stressed me out that much. Has gone on this long. <laughs> Gosh, I'd be up there all emotional up in that house. I'd have to be restrained. <laughs> <laughs> but here it is. It's December 12, 2007. I get a ticket for driving on a private property to avoid the sign. It's 311. I said, no, no, no. I'm driving the chef home from the job I had. I said, no, I'm not turning left. Nope. I'm not turning left. It's not my style. Break the rules like that. So I decided to drive straight. Got into a little kerfuffle there. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, uh, a street. It wasn't a back laneway, so I'd turn around. It was a prison. Maybe it was destiny. I'm supposed to be in there. Uh, so anyway, I came, uh, turned around and came back out and drove along. Police stopped me. They were sitting there waiting for people to make that wrong turn, turning mm-hmm. left after 3 p.m., you know, getting their quota of tickets. Uh, yep. So I, they stopped me, made me back up. It's 108 meters the distance. He said, okay, this is private property. I can't drive here. I said, oh, what are you talking about? It's like a service road. Yep. It's next to a government building. Revenue Quebec is private or is not private property. Mm-hmm. It's, it's public property. It's the government. You know, the part that, where they don't want the public to go, they have a security booth there and a gate that opens and closes to let people in. Yeah, that's, that's usually not where the thing to go away, yeah. That's right. So here I am just driving by the building, but it's not the main street, which is Henri Bourassa here. So they stop me. I get a ticket. Uh, after they make me back up, I go back to the road, and I turn right, head on, try and head on my way. Another, the next officer waves me, waves me in, in the same place and tells me, uh, we gave you a chance. What are you talking about? You know, I was just in here. What did I do? He sent me away. I, I backed up. I turned back on the road. He says... We gave you a chance. You didn't follow instructions, I think. You know, he's the guy. It's it's frigid cold, and this officer is yelling in my face. I said, "What? What am I? What are you stopping me for?" Mm-hmm. He says, "I I don't understand." He says, "Tu comprends pas? Tu comprends rien? Je donne billet." You understand nothing. You don't understand. You understand nothing. I'm giving you a ticket. So I'm sitting in my car where it's warm. He goes in his car, writes me a ticket. It's 154 dollars, and it's for crossing onto public prop or private property to avoid the signs. Mm-hmm. That's not crazy, uh, you know. That's not that's not a, not even close to what I had done. So I said to him, like, "Okay, just to be sure. Okay, which way do I turn now?" And mind you, from where he pulled me over, there's only one way to go, right? Because there's a boulevard dividing both lanes of traffic, right. the opposing lanes of traffic. I says, "Which way do I go now?" And he said to me, "Come to ver to pay, <laughs> as you want, as you wish, you know, like you want. You're paying. That's what the police said, Darcy. You know, he if I could do this right all the back over of again, his car. <laughs> well, I would have, I would have drove, I would have turned left outside of Henri Borsa and drove against traffic. I should have, you know, <laughs> I should have done it and kept going left. And at the intersection where I, you know, drove into this mess, I would have went back on the right side. I should have turned left." Instead of right.
Yes. Go into oncoming traffic in reverse. Well, well I wouldn't have done it in reverse. I would have went full with my, my face in front. All right. So you, was you know, it I'm one, sorry. I would have put my burn flashes on. And, hey, <laughs> the officer told me to do it. You know? So like one, that's, $150 fine. One fifty. Yeah. All right. And so. here I am in court. Well, I was in court yesterday for it to get it settled. After, uh, when I showed up for my first court date, the court couldn't handle, uh, wasn't prepared for my evidence. Because what I had done is went there with a digital uh, presentation, PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, they couldn't handle it, so I got another court date. I missed that court date because I was in Quebec City. Right. Uh, so I got a default judgment against me. So I went back to the courthouse and said, hey, I was away at this time. I... There's no way I could have attended this date, so I had to pay a fine to ask to see a judge to get the the uh, judgment revoked. So I went back to court again to speak to a judge, and yes, indeed, I explained my story. It was revoked. The prosecuting attorney, uh, she put down a, a good argument. I missed this date. I had time to do it, and I said, look, I was busy. I got this notice at the last call. It was a military call. My priority was to find someone to take care of my cats. You know, this is it. So, yes, I missed the deadline. But here I am. I'm not guilty of this. I could have just paid it. But I'm not guilty of it. Here I am again, Your Honor. I'd like to see a judge to discuss this to, mm-hmm. uh, so he can hear me. And, yes, Your Honor, I was there for my initial court date. That's you know, right. And the judge said, well, yeah, he missed it. He was there for the original. He's maintained his, uh, his claim of innocence. So, yeah, I grant you. So he revoked the judgment. And yesterday was my day in court. All right, so the last time you, you went through this recently... <clears throat> that was uh, September, yeah. You had um, the prosecutor offer you a deal. Like, hey, let's just skip this. That Here's was different. That was for another thing, yeah. But, but did a similar thing happen? Did they offer you something, like, instead of going in in front of the judge, pay this no. instead? Like, they didn't offer you down at all? Nothing at all. And it's the, I think the different thing is that I'm in a different court. When that happened, I was in the court right in my own little uh, arrondissement, what do you call it, uh, uh, borough. Okay. Like what part of Toronto are you living in? What's it called, your area? Uh, you know what? I don't know. Toronto. Borough's a good West. idea. Yeah. Well, Borough, Etobicoke, Caneville. Yeah. <laughs> Ville. You know, I'm in Ahansikarcheville. Uh, so there's a court just down the, not far from here, on DeCary, near the metro near the metro for this part of uh, you know there's a city hall here for this part so I went there and that's where they offered me that deal uh, this is where this started where this is where I went for this particular ticket initially but they weren't prepared to hear me so they sent me away and I missed the second court date so now I guess it goes to downtown so I was right in uh, old Montreal at the courthouse right next to city hall uh, in the old uh, the old port at Metro Champ de Mars mm-hmm. uh, Battlefield, Mars, you know, um, actually, that's not Shonda Miles, uh, Mars Field, uh, and uh, that's where I was. So there was never, they didn't make me any offer, and I wouldn't have taken it anyway. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> you know, but that's just, you know, I know, cut your losses, Russell. Why you lose anything you're gonna have your to last experience? <laughs> you know, but Darcy, you know, I didn't do it. All right, so you know, what happened? I mean, I didn't do this. Well, the judge, I'm sitting outside waiting for, I go, well, actually, I go into the courtroom, and I said, wait a minute, I haven't, I knocked, uh, tapped on the glass to have the, the court officer come out. To, I said, I have a, a, a court session here at 11 o'clock. Do I just come in? He says, yes, I come in. So I go in and sit down. And then whatever happened, the, the judge, the session ended. So everyone go out. So I go out, go out of the courtroom. 
you know, everyone had to clear out. He had to go pee or, you know, take a break. <laughs> Judges are sitting there. They have to pee, too. You know, I said, well, it's 11 o'clock. I'm supposed to be here. Why is he leaving now? Mm-hmm. So anyway, 10 after uh, or a quarter after or so, he comes back and uh, we're, in, we're invited to the courtroom. Uh, well, they, they come out and get us. Anyway, the lawyer, uh, the prosecutor uh, comes out and says, uh, yes, for the name. So who's this person? Uh, Russell Farrell. And he says to me, I have to ask for a postponement in your case. I said, excuse me? <laughs> he says, yes, the officer is sick. I said, what do you mean the officer is sick? Yes, uh, he's not going to be in court to testify today. And I said, I've been in court for this four times. The officer has never been there any time. He wasn't there for the first first appearance when I was in court. Mm -hmm. He wasn't there the second appearance when I wasn't in court because they would have told me. You know, it would have been on the documentation that they sent me of the default judgment. You know, I think. Mm -hmm. But I'm – so I'm wondering, like, why does he have to be there now? Yeah. And on the day he has to be there, he's sick? That's just a little too coincidental. <laughs> so what happened? Well, I got a postponement. What? You couldn't just say, no, no, forget that. You can't postpone it. That's what I said to the I said, Your Honor. I'm here to plead my case today. I'm not guilty of this. I'm prepared. I brought the. I had. I brought paper. I. I did a poster like you do in grade school. The poster projects. I did one of those. <laughs> I'm taking a picture of it. You can post it. I did it. All those years of science fair, you didn't do anything, and now. I never ever. For you know what? I can't believe it. I sat, took a Bristol board. I went shopping and bought some bought some Bristol board at the dollar store, and I drew a poster. <laughs> Arrows, signs, buildings. You know, and I I'm happy because Jackie, my friend Jackie in Nova Scotia, Jacqueline Conrad, uh, Esquire esque. She uh, bought me uh, or she gave me. Uh, Care to give away her antique. phone number, address, anything like that? I know two eight six five. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Well, you asked me. Hey, man. I'm just if saying, I you maybe you should something. I'll help call you out. Out this <laughs> yes, call her up and say, "Is Russell really crazy?" <laughs> or does it just sound like it? <laughs> you know, but she's known me for like twenty six years, almost thirty now, uh, and uh, yeah, she gave me uh, an antique drafting set, and I used it on my drawing. I thought that would be good karma, and the judge would see that, and she'd say. What a nice drawing. That's, you came very well prepared. Yes, Sharon, because I'm innocent. <laughs> you know? But, I mean, I, I, I drew it, and I mean, I have pictures, everything. You know, I had some great, uh, thanks to Google Earth, some great maps, distances. I mean, there's nowhere in any driver's manual would the driving technician or the instructor say, yeah, it's okay to back up 108 meters. That would never happen. The rule is... If you ha- if you can turn around, it's to avoid backing up. Okay. Turn around if you can. Drive around if you can. It is written. Yeah, it is written. It shall be done. <laughs> According to the driver, driving instructor. Amen. Amen. You know, but you know that officer. I mean, that's just it's a safety thing. And they had me back up a hundred and eight meters, and give me a ticket anyway. If I was driving on private property and I was at fault for something, well, give me the ticket right away. Don't. I'm not a puppet. Don't string my ass up and humiliate me. Well, you know, give me that ticket. Side. We're all on your, your side. You don't have to plead your case to us. I know, but that's all just what I'm saying. You know, give me the ticket. Side. We know you're innocent. You know, so, if I didn't, you didn't give me the ticket, it's because I'm not guilty of it. So Giving me a chance. Or no? Yes. When is it? September 9, 2010. <laughs> Tell me about it. Holy smokes. 
This was December 12th, 2007. Are you due to be back from Quebec City on that day? I get back on the 6th. Okay, good thing. Isn't that... I love how these these things just keep going. They just... Yeah, wow. Well, I mean, I understand why the court system is so bogged up. It's because of people like you. (laughs) No, no, no. It's because of bogus tickets. Because this is principle, man. I'm living in shitville. It's called Montreal on the map. Seriously. You know, know, there's only one city that I've been to that's more racist than this city. And that is when you go back. Summer. (laughs) That's right. Nice. You know what? The reason I, I can survive because I'm in the Citadel and they have those 20-foot walls that are 20, 30-foot thick all around it. It keeps the shit out. But we allow the tourists in, you know, to come and take pictures of us prancing around in there. You know, but I mean, I can live inside the Citadel. I don't have to go outside the Citadel for anything other than when I want to go home and if I wanted to buy some beer. But that's a short trip. You know, and most of the time I, I'm confined within my car. Until I have to cross the sidewalk, you know, to get into the store. And the people in the store are quite friendly. Yeah, at least they were in the past couple of years. But, geez, do not stop to help anybody out at a traffic accident because you think you're doing the right thing. You may find out that you're doing the wrong thing and end up in court over it, too. For a continuation of this rant and others like it, tune in next (laughs) week on Rudy Radio. From Toronto, I'm Darcy. Oh, Darcy, I want to get to my economy-boosting thing. I can save it for next week. You're going to have to because we're way out of time. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I talk so much, people. I thank you for your patience and your shoulders. <laughs> and you are? In Montreal. Laughter and coughing does not mix. In Montreal. This is Russell. Oh, my stars. Welcome to the end of another episode of Rudy Radio. See you, everybody. <laughs> There's 30 minutes you'll never get back. Music from Medio's Music Alley, music.medio.com. The song is titled WW from Green Room's album, Connect, available at cdbaby.com. Links are in the show notes at our site, rudyradio.com. Also on our site, you'll find our Facebook page and iTunes, where we'd love you to leave us your feedback. Please tell us you love us. Because we love you, and we thank you for listening to Rudy Radio.